Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Steve Hirschfeld. Well, today's Tuesday, which is a special day at the ELA. That's when we do what's called Travel Tuesday, where we get a chance once a week to dial up one of our members from around the globe to share with us what it's like to do business in their jurisdiction. And today, we'll be learning a little bit more about the great state of Maryland. And I'm pleased to welcome to the show, Parker Thamey, who's a partner at the law firm of Shaw Rosenthal in Baltimore. Parker, how are you? I'm doing well, Steve. Thanks. Good. Well, listen, let's cut right to the chase here a little bit. I think Americans know a lot about Maryland, but maybe people outside the United States don't. So maybe you could talk about your state from that perspective. If let's say we had a Oh, I don't know, a client maybe in Asia or Europe that was looking to open an operation in your state or maybe acquire a facility or start hiring some people. What do you think they should know about what's unique about the state of Maryland? So I think what's unique about Maryland is that we've got a lot of different types of areas within the state. So that ranges from the area right outside of Washington, D.C., so suburbs of the nation's capital, to Baltimore, which is a relatively big city within the state to our western and easternmost areas, which are less populated, probably a bit more conservative than they are around the Baltimore and Washington, D.C. area, and really are much different in a lot of respects when you're thinking about how to run a business in those geographical areas. Let me follow up on that because you talked about sort of the conservative area outside the Baltimore, Washington urban area. How does that translate in terms of the politics of your state from an employment law perspective? Do you find to be particularly pro-employer, pro-employee? Give us a little bit of a sense for that. Right. So generally in Maryland, you're going to find that the politics are very pro-employee. And we just came off the end of a second term of a Republican governor. Our General Assembly is very heavily Democratic. We now have a Democratic governor in Westmore. So We would expect the pro-employee legislation to continue. Over the past few years, we've seen a number of pro-employee pieces of legislation become law, the biggest of which is paid family and medical leave, which will be implemented over the course of the next couple of years in Maryland. So what are the kind of things you're working on right now for Maryland employers? Can you give us a sense for what's hot right now? Sure. We're seeing a lot of wage and hour litigation, a lot of both individual cases as well as class and collective actions. We're seeing a lot of union organizing in Maryland. It seems to be something that has caught on nationwide and Maryland won't be left behind. So those are two sort of big ticket items. We've constantly had a steady stream of anti-discrimination claims. And of course, we've seen our piece of vaccination policy cases that are coming out of the 2020 and 2021 era of the most heightened pandemic precautions that employers were taking. And so those are starting to make their way through the Maryland court system at this time. So why do you think you're seeing a lot of organizing of unions? And are you finding that there are certain industries that unions are primarily focused on in your state? Well, I think there are a couple of things. One, I would say the industries that we're seeing it in really are not limited, but I've personally seen it in healthcare. We've seen it also in cultural institutions here in Baltimore. I think that the nationwide attention that union organizing is getting 
to be frank, makes it sort of a trendy thing to do among employees. But I think that there's also, like in many other states, a lot of leverage on the part of low-wage workers to demand more because their services are in high demand still, despite seeing layoffs, for example, in the tech and financial services sector. Our manufacturing clients, healthcare clients are still scrambling to find labor, and especially at the low wage rates. So let me follow up on that issue about scrounging for labor, because we're all having that issue, right? Unemployment continues to be really low. So as you know, the Federal Trade Commission has been toying with this idea of implementing a nationwide ban on non-competes, which some people think is really anti-competitive and makes it hard for employees to move around and hire people like, you know, as your clients are having a hard time doing. What's the law in Maryland on non-competes? And is that a big issue for you guys? Sure. So the law in Maryland on non-competes, like most other states, is developed by our courts. We do not have a statute or a set of regulations that governs non-competes, with the exception of a bar on non-competes for very low-wage workers. And the courts in Maryland scrutinize these agreements pretty closely Our federal courts in particular over the last five years or so have very heavily scrutinized non-competes to a lesser extent non-solicitation agreements and confidentiality agreements. Our state courts don't see as much action in that arena simply because a lot of the more high-profile cases get removed to federal court because of the amount that's in controversy. Got it. Got it. Listen, this has been terrific. Parker, really appreciate your time. Folks, if you want to connect with Parker, very easy to do. You can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. And I encourage all of our listeners to access ELA.law to receive invitations to other upcoming webinars, to download our white papers, and access the Global Employer Handbook, which is a 50-state, 125-country compliance document on hiring and firing and labor employment issues worldwide. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Steve Hirschfeld. Thanks for listening.